We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021 March Madness Bracket Picks. If you don't know how this works, I don't know what's wrong with you, but we go through the bracket and we make the picks all the way through till we find a winner. Last time we did this in 2019, as there was no 2020 March Madness, we hit the winner. So expect very bad showing this time around, because I don't think that I've picked one Two winners in the past 20 years, so, you know, in a decade's time, you might want to check back in with me. Hopefully, my guests can figure this all out, but I do want to let everyone know to smash the like button if you're watching out there in the comment section after the fact. If you are not watching this live, you can give me, let's say, your your final. I don't need your final four. I just need your final two and who you got as a winner for 2021 March Madness. Also, I got 100 bucks to give away. If you hit the description of this video or podcast right now, you will find a link to Fantasy Baseball, Picks or Bets. If you leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast version of that show, you don't even need to fucking watch it. You just need to leave the review. Five-star review. Something you enjoy about the show, you can fake that part, then your Twitter handle or email address, so I can contact you if you are a winner to that. Super easy. It takes like 30 seconds. You get in a draw for 100 bucks. So please go do that. And subscribe to Mayo Media Network right now. If you're watching this on Mayo Media Network, you might as well subscribe so you can get all of the updates. We should have some awesome March Madness betting stuff coming for you throughout the week. Not from me, from actual college basketball people who know about this stuff, unlike me, because I uh, we'll get to it in a second how much college basketball I've seen so far this season. None is the spoiler alert to that answer. But the Brad Evans and FTNBets.com package is available right now. If you hit the description, you can find the link to that. You can buy the March Madness package or the overall betting package. Use code MAYO at checkout. I think it's like 8 bucks or something like that. It's pretty good. It's going to have stuff up there every single day, including bracket pits from people who have a, a bit more in-depth knowledge 
than myself. That's why this one is free. Joining me on the line from awesomeo.com, our regular college basketball quote-unquote expert, Ben Raza. What's up? What's going on, man? Yeah, two-year hiatus for the show, but we're back in business. Excited. The golf is over, so uh, my attention is now on college basketball. All right, and then the third member of the team to help us make some of these picks. He'll pretend like he knows a lot about college basketball, but really, we're just here to fade his picks. It is a Tim Andercust. Tim Andercust. That's not my name. I, I don't know much. It's, this is sort of like that scene from Inglorious Bastards where Ben spoke, speaks the most Italian and I speak the second most because I speak like five words and you speak no Italian, so you speak third most. So you, that, That's basically where we are. So usually my college basketball knowledge comes from me tuning in to watch golf at 2 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time or 3 p.m. Eastern time and then whatever like Big Ten game that is like 35 minutes over. I end up having to watch that before they actually get to the golf. This year, however, I found an alternate feed for golf where I can just switch over to that right away. So I don't have to see any college basketball. Ben, I've seen zero seconds of college basketball. Can you help us through this? Yeah, well, that's good. You're you're, you're fresh. You don't have any biases because I've seen I'm on the other side, like people looking at these random teams. I've seen a lot of them. Uh, I watch probably too much college basketball. So you know what? We're going to meet in the middle and we're going to be just fine. All right. I did have my uh, secret expert, he who shall not be named, send me his power rankings, which he runs like this uh, five-year back-tested thingamajigger with like, I don't know, strength of schedule, free throw percentage. So I actually have rankings of the teams in front of me. So I'm just going to kind of go off what he says. He's usually pretty good at that. We'll mix it with Ben. We'll try to fade Tim. And the way that we do this is Ben makes a pick, Tim makes a pick, and then I decide who is moving on in the official Pat Mayo Experience March Madness bracket. Once the show is concluded, I will put up the link to said bracket, which you can find down in the description after the fact, just like the time codes for everything as well. All right, you guys ready to do this? Let's roll. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start in the West with the one seed, Gonzaga, 26-0 against the winner of the play-in game against Norfolk State and Appalachian State. Uh, do we have a uh, – Ben, do you have a, a lean on the play-in winner here? I would assume it would be Appalachian State, but not, not too concerned about either of them. It's a pretty bad game. Okay. Tim, are you going to tail Ben on that one? Sure. I don't know anything about those two teams. All I know about Appalachian State is football. So <laughs> That time that they beat Michigan in the first game of the year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's, as a D2 team, that's basically the only thing that I can... That's, that's all, all I know. That's all I have. Yeah, that's all yeah, I know. That's all they have. You're not missing anything. They're, that's literally their claim to fame. So, Tim, are you taking Appalachian State to beat Gonzaga in round one? I have been on Gonzaga since the start of the season. I love this team. I laid down... Uh, a New Year's Day marker that they would go undefeated and win the championship. I'm stay, staying with it. I'm sort of at C here because I like to pick Duke and Gonzaga every year, and I don't have Duke to lean on this year. So I'm all in on Gonzaga. I mean, this team is legitimately great. I bet you your statistics you have there have them as the top uh, team, the number one in RPI. Uh, I love this team. Absolutely love Gonzaga. I think they're going to crush. Well, that is not the they got a great draw. A great draw. Well, that is not the case, but the two teams that are vying for this play-in spot are the two lowest-ranked teams in the rankings coming in. Uh, Gonzaga is actually fifth in these rankings, Ben. Does that jive with you? I don't know. Uh, it's a really interesting situation. They, you know, we, we always talk about when they come into this tournament, they've been beating up on lesser competition for a long time now. It does kind of feel that this team is a little unique, though, when they are that good. Uh, 
we're going to find out. I, I do tend to think that they're better than the fifth team, though. I would say that for sure. And oh. they beat the two, three, and four seed in this bracket already this season, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, early in the year, they ran through every... I, I wish we got to see them in Baylor. They were supposed to play, uh, and it got canceled several times, and that would have given us even more insight. But you know what? Maybe that gives us uh, more value on a team because we didn't get to see that game. All right, well, let's find out who they're going to be playing in the second round. We have the 8-9 matchup of Oklahoma and Missouri. Uh, Missouri comes in number 58 in these power rankings. This was done before the bracket was released of all of the eligible teams that could come in. And that leaves Oklahoma at... Where are you at, Oklahoma? I just had a note about you. There's Oklahoma State. It's probably not what I want to be looking at. Oklahoma... There we are, oh. 41st. Three straight January wins over top 10 teams is nice, but losing five of six to the end of the season is not. There are, defense, there are defensive metrics to buy into, but the lack of offensive consistency is going to be a problem over 40 minutes. And the mustache of Brady Manick will have to produce in a major way to make this run possible. Who do you have here, Ben? Do you have Oklahoma or Missouri? I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma. Maybe I'll, I'll start leaning on the Big 12 right off the bat. You mentioned Brady Manick. They've got experience. Just a pretty solid team. They had some losses down the stretch, but they were to predominantly good teams. Missouri is interesting. They're, they're a solid team. I don't really like the SEC in general, though. So uh, tough game. Don't think it's ultimately going to matter as we go out. I'll lean to Oklahoma. And, Tim, I assume you're going to tail that as well? No, I like Missouri. Oh. Missouri is one of the is the strongest eight nine pick I have. I think they're twenty five in RPI. Uh, they beat Florida, who's higher seeded than them by two seeds. I don't know a whole lot about them, but I actually think the Tigers are half decent. So I'm going to play them here. All right, so let's let's go with the first fade cust here and have Oklahoma moving on in the eight nine <laughs> pick of the Pat Mayo Experience West Region bracket, going on to Creighton as a five seed against UCSB as a 12 seed. Creighton actually ranks out seventh in these rankings, Ben. Do they still have uh, Dougie McBuckets? Uh, they've got his father, but uh, barely at this point, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Creighton is, uh, whoever's doing these secret rankings for you, they, they jive with me. Creighton is a team that, they're incredibly frustrating, but I really think they're dangerous. They're a terrible free throw shooting team, and that scares me. Uh, 329th in the country in free throws. That's dangerous, but all the talent in the world, great shooting team. I like Creighton in this game. Tim, is UCSB UC Santa Barbara? It is. And my bias against them comes from I watched the Big East Championship game last night, and Georgetown blew them out. Now that's one game and whatever. Uh, but I'm going to take UC Santa Barbara. I like 512 upsets anyway, so I'm going to take UC Santa Barbara. Well, Ben, how do you rate this one out then? We, I mean, UCSB, 22-4 and four coming in as yeah, a 12 the They're, I mean, it's in the Big West. I, I, I'll be honest, I've seen only a couple games of this team. I'm sure they're solid enough, but Creighton is a serious team. I will say, when you're talking about uh, erratic and range of outcomes, Creighton's that type of team, but they're just so explosive offensively they've got good guards they do stupid things no doubt georgetown mopped the floor with them they've lost games they shouldn't but i don't think this will be one of them yeah this is one of the bigger discrepancies in these rankings that i got produced for me that's usually what i lean on here so i'm going to go with creighton to be moving on taking all chalk so far the higher end seeds do you uh, tim just said he has the the 12 5 upset preference do you read into this stuff at all ben no i mean i i do think that in general, of course, those teams are live to get it done. But no, I don't, I don't take a 12 just to take a 12. Absolutely not. All right. Next game, Virginia 
coming through for us uh, the last time we did this against Ohio, uh, the four thirteen matchup. Tim, have you seen either of these teams? I saw some of Virginia because I watched Virginia play Gonzaga uh, earlier this year. It was during one of the golf tournaments. I got upset or something was going on. I got annoyed and I flipped over to CBS to watch that game. So I saw some Virginia this year. I like the ACC in general, even though they're having a really down year. Uh, and in a spot like this, in a weird tournament where everything's going to be played in weird spots, and I lean on coaches that I know and I trust, and that's what UVA has. So I'm going to take the the Cavaliers here. And I mean, that seems like a pretty sensible way to go about things. So I'm looking at the rankings right now. Virginia is fourth overall. So I was like, yeah, hey, might as well just write in Virginia. They're a four seed, but I have them at fourth overall. But Ohio in these rankings actually comes in at 16th, Ben. So certainly, listen, the prudent play is to just take Virginia to survive in advance. I like Ohio in this game, though. This is a team that people probably haven't seen out of the MAC. They won the MAC. That's how they got there. They've won nine of ten. Super offense. Uh, they want to play. It, it's going to be really interesting. They want to play fast. They want it, this game to be in the seventies or the eighties. Virginia probably wants it to be in the fifties. Uh, they play so methodical. They've got also. We'll see what's up with Virginia. They had to pull out of the ACC tournament because of COVID issues. Uh, Tim's right. I mean, Tony Bennett, great coach, great team. I think Ohio is pretty dangerous, though. If you if you want to get a little frisky, uh, they're not the worst pick in the world. I say we get frisky. Let's go with a 13 over a 4 in the first round. Tim, what was the year you picked Virginia to win? The uh, year that <laughs> they lost to UMBC. <laughs> and what was the year you didn't pick them to win? Last year. <laughs> Two years ago, sorry. And they lost the national championship. But I'll say that I did like Texas Tech that year. And they got all the way to the championship game, too. So. Hey, we had them in the final. We, we had Virginia against someone, and we had Texas Tech in the final four. That's how we ended up winning. Well, I'm going to go Ohio here. They're plus, according to DK Sportsbook right now, at the opening odds, they're plus 10 in this matchup, Ben, and they're plus 425 on the money line. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly going to uh, bet this game. i got to dig into it a little more, but I, I like the spot for them. They, they can play. They can shoot. This is the type of team that could make some noise. All right, well, let's just hope uh, extreme offense can overcome here. And maybe there is COVID problems for Virginia that they just can't overcome. Next game, on the back end of the bracket, USC is a sixteed, and they are taking on the winners of Wichita State and Drake. Uh, ben, you got to lean on the play-in game? Not really. I mean, Drake is a, a, a solid enough team. They just ran into Loyola a couple times, and that was their problem. Good record, had some health issues. Seem to be, uh, I didn't think they were going to get in, so they should just be happy they're here. I think they'd beat Wichita if I had to pick. Uh, you love the Drake, in other words. Yeah, love the Drake. Everyone loves the Drake. Uh, the Drake is a two-point dog to Wichita State in this game, by the way. That seems about right. That's oh. fair. So we're Either going- way you cut it, I really like the Trojans. Oh, God. Why? Uh, that, that's a team that has been performing lately. I just, I, I, that, I don't have a ton of expertise but I think that USC is a quality team. And so the Pac-12 was up this year from previous years where they got like one or two teams in. They sort of had a bit of a renaissance, and I think USC is part of that reason. So So, I think the Trojans could be dangerous. So, Ben, the note that I have on the Trojans is that Mobley can take over a game at any point, good defense, but they're horrendous from the stripe. Yeah, that's true. They got two Mobleys, too. Uh, One is really, really good, though. So no doubt about that. Um, I'm probably a sucker for this but i do think that the pac-12 is much better than years past i like usc in this game too no matter who they get all right so we're going with usc over drake is how we're taking this game 
All right. Sure. Next one up is, what do we got here? Oh, Kansas against Eastern Washington. Any chance for Eastern Washington, Ben? Probably not. I've only seen them play once. I saw them beat Montana State uh, yesterday to get win the big sky. Don't know much about them. I don't think Kansas is that good either. They had another team that had to cancel with COVID, but I'm sure they're good enough to get through here. So just looking at it right on the sheet, Tim, uh, Eastern Washington ranks 39th. They're 13-1 and after a 3-6 and six, six start, but apparently can't play defense or can't rebound. That seems problematic. <clears throat> Does it in an NCAA tournament game against a team like Kansas, which is so well-coached and so experienced, uh, hard, to, hard to pass up the Jayhawks. So here's the interesting part. So I might go upset here, just looking at these rankings. So Eastern Washington ranks 39th. And this is all just done, like I said, by ba- just based on a series of seven or eight stats uh, that have normalized over the past five years and back-tested that way, but all containing this season. Eastern Washington, number 39 in the rankings. Ben, Kansas, number 40 in the rankings. Good. I, I don't like Kansas in general. Uh, again, I think they're probably better than this team, but Kansas getting bounced would would be probably a net positive for me, regardless of who I take in this game. Uh, just the notes are they defend at a high level but struggle to get easy buckets, and they have a lack of star power that they usually have in years past. Plus, they ran into they were eight and one uh, before COVID ended that run. You want to take an upset? You feeling an upset? I mean, this year's going to be. It's always out of control, but this year, even more dangerous. So if you're feeling it, you're feeling frisky, like I said, go for it. Tim, can I talk you into Eastern Washington? <laughs> no, I like Kansas, but there are plus 550 on DK Sportsbook, and uh, they're a pretty sizable dog. Uh, Eastern Washington, Washington, yeah, an 11.5-point favorite right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Play at plus 550. I'm going with it. Let's go. Eastern Washington moving on in the bracket, bringing us to Oregon and VCU. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Shaka Smart hasn't been with VCU in like 10 years, right? He's with Texas now, yes. Okay, so that's not going to work out for me. So they don't play like high-end, high-energy press defense the entire time anymore? No, they still they still do that. Uh, it's not exactly the same. They're a good team. Just watch them play before the show. They played today, lost to St. Bonaventure. Oh, God. St. Bonaventure's I, I, really good. They really are. I'm with you there. Um, I think Oregon's pretty good, too. So this is a tough game for them. Really shoot the three. Again, Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Ducks. Quack, quack. Me, too. So uh, Oregon in the rankings uh, is number 22nd. VCU is number 67. So that's a huge discrepancy, one of the biggest so far. The notes on Oregon are they lay an egg once a month, but three win streaks of five-plus games. This, I mean, if that's kind of the case where they're a team that just like completely shits the bed every now and then but reel off these run- long winning streaks, is there a chance that like they can go deep into this tournament? Until I mean, they meet Gonzaga, yeah. Yeah, that's how I kind of view Creighton, too. Like Creighton does that, and then they lose games where you're just like, how is this team even in the tournament? So uh, Oregon's got an element of that, no doubt about it. Okay. Iowa versus Grand Canyon, which is apparently a school that I have never heard of. Where do you, where do you suppose Grand Canyon is? Do you think it's one of these things like Oakland College, which is like outside of Detroit? <laughs> or Northwestern uh, State, which is in Louisiana? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Um, Iowa, I guess we're going with. <laughs> Don't, the I best will player say, in the country, right? Yeah, they do have the best player in the country. Grand Canyon, 
this is a terrible spot, and I wish they weren't a 15. They're a good team. Uh, the Antelopes don't don't hate on Grand Canyon. They're not. I, I don't think they can hang with Iowa by any stretch. I was really hoping they would be a 14 and get a, a little easier matchup because I've seen them play quite a bit. They're a pretty talented team. Uh, Iowa in the rankings is number three. They're an elite passing team built around the player of the year, but uh, the injury to Nunge hurts. Apparently that's a person, Ben. It is. Uh, they're a little thin. Um, they got Wieskamp back, though, with the ankle. They're going to be fine in this game, as much as it pains me to say that, because I, I, I do like Grand Canyon in life. But uh, we'll see how good Iowa is when they get you know in, into tougher games. Tim, did you uh, research where Grand Canyon College is? My God, if it isn't in Arizona, I'm going to blow it, a gasket. It is. So. Okay. You're safe. Yeah, their coach is the brother of the Baylor coach. Really? Bryce Drew. Yeah, Bryce Drew is their coach. Well, Drew is a terrible head coach. Yes, he's better than Which his is, brother, so don't worry. Well, I mean, this is why Baylor is a one seed. I, I can't in good conscience con uh, counsel us taking Baylor to the Final Four when we get there because I don't trust him. So that we'll just work our way back up. So that leaves Oregon and Iowa. Do we want to keep rolling the dice on Oregon in this spot as the seven seed over the two, or is Iowa just too good, Ben? I mean, I, I do think that you you could roll the dice. This is that's going to be a pretty crazy game. I, I was just so dangerous because they have so many three point shooters outside of Garza, and when you play that type of style, you can beat anyone. But if you're cold, you, you can lose to anyone. And, and certainly, Oregon's top twenty in the country in three point percentage as well. I think that'll be a very competitive game. So uh, if you're feeling the Ducks, you want to go a uh, little Gordon Bombay. I'm I'm down for it. What do you think, Tim? Quack quack quack. No, I like the Hawkeyes. I think okay. I was like got the best player in the country from the best conference, which is the Big Ten. Uh, even though I think the, I said I love the Pac-12 too, but the Big I, I'm going to lean with Iowa here. I think Iowa is the only team that has a, a chance at knocking out Gonzaga, and uh, I, I don't want them out here yet. I mean, you don't think I'd they'd... be happy if they were? I'd be delighted if they were because it would mean a, a, a free uh, free pass for the Bulldogs. But I don't see it happen. Free pass for the Bulldogs. You're really all in on this, huh? Yes, they gave Gonzaga the Duke. Uh, region they gave them the easiest possible path to the final four uh they want them in there it's nothing but eyeballs for an undefeated team to get to the final four okay so usc gets to take on 14 seed eastern washington in the guess are they still calling this the third round or are they just back to calling it the second no round? that nonsense is over good that we had that's such garbage no it's over now um do we want to continue the upset for eastern washington no love usc ben yeah, no, I'll, I'll go with the Trojans. All right, so Trojans on. So that leaves USC versus Iowa. Does USC have a chance to knock these guys off? Oh, they definitely have a chance. Yeah, I mean, Mobley can certainly cause problems, but uh, I'll say this. If that's the actual game that happens, I think I would be pretty happy. I think they match up pretty well, and they would end up beating them. Iowa Great. would? Okay, so uh, Iowa would, yeah. All right, so Iowa goes to the Elite Eight. That leaves Gonzaga and Oklahoma. It sounds like we're sticking with Gonzaga in this spot. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. not close for me, yes. They're, they kill all these teams. All right, Zags. That leaves Creighton versus Ohio. Can we get, is this one where Creighton shits the bed and Ohio can be the sneaky 13 seed that we see every year in the Elite Eight? Or the round of 16, sorry? I say we do it because we're going we're gonna to have them losing to Gonzaga anyway. Yeah, that's listen, that game would be if Creighton and Ohio match up, that over under will be in the 
160s. Like they would be way up and down. That's a good style for them. And then if they get Gonzaga, oh my God, it'll be in the 180s. But um, yeah, let's do it. Let's roll the dice. Why not? Yeah, I guess, Tim, if we if we have the one seed moving on, it's really kind of irrelevant if we think that they're going to go at least to the Elite Eight. Correct. Uh, who else we put in that spot? We might try to pick up some points on the bracket field here by having a sleeper advance through. I agree. I'm I'm more chalk heavy than you guys are sometimes. But yes, I agree with that general theory. Okay. As long as in the end you get to a one and a two for the most part in the final four, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to be doing that. Come on now. Zags and Ohio. So we know that Tim is taking Gonzaga. Is there any, you just said that the over-under is going to be like 180 for this game, Ben. Is there a chance that Ohio can just come out and just start training threes and that's the end of the Zags? No. Is like Ali, is, is like Ali Farouk Manesh's cousin? Is he on Ohio? Because all of a sudden like, oh, this guy can't miss. Yeah, even though he probably should have dribbled and took time off the clock that year. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you can shoot it and make it, go ahead. But Gonzaga is just really, even when they get remotely tested, they respond pretty quickly. And uh, I have a feeling they won't be tested for quite a while. All right, then that leaves us with the biggest decision we have in the West because we're chalk donkeys going with the Zags against Iowa. We, Tim, we know your pick. Ben, what's your pick? I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Uh, like I said, I was dealt with some injuries. There's nothing that you can say about what the Zags have done, except that their conference schedule is weak and that's not their fault. They've answered every call and they've got everything that you want as a team. So I'll go with them and beat Iowa this year. 99, 88. That feels like three years ago, that game. I know, but they did beat them this season. Well, Ben, do you what do you put on something like that? If that happened like at the very beginning of the season when these teams are coming out, do you put any sort of weight into that? No, I don't personally. I just, especially in a year like this with the stoppages and uh, you know, Suggs guys were like true, you know, true freshmen now who have some experience. It can't hurt, but I, I don't, I don't really care about that. Well, I want to fade cuss, so I'm taking Iowa to go to the Final Four on this right. one. That's how we're doing it on the on the PME bracket. Zags, you're I, mean, I think, isn't it more t- tragic for them to lose in the national championship game as the undefeated team? No, fade me, but I'm, I mean, it's more tragic if they lose to Appalachian State in the first round. Well, yes, that's right. It's confirmed. Yes. Yeah, that, that's fair. Whatever, that's fine. You know, you're not bothering me. Kind of want to take Ohio over them too. We should have done that, but now I feel like an idiot for not doing a one versus a two. What kind of show is that, Tim? I like it. Ones and twos wins national championships. In the end, that's who wins it. Every year. Tell that to UConn. The one year that was a 7-8, and UConn was a three seed too. They're the only team that isn't a one or two that wins a championship. So, Syracuse with Mello, my boy. That was a great year. Well, Ben, what college did did you go to? I went to UMass. They are not in the tournament for obvious reasons. Do they ever make the tournament? Rick, Rick. Yeah, Calipari, took him, Calipari took them to the final four. Yeah, that banner has been removed for it has uh, been. violations. But <laughs> they, uh, they're all right, but no, they couldn't get... VCU is the team, and St. Bonaventure are the best teams in the A-10. Is St. Bonaventure, because they're in this upcoming region right now, so they're in the East region, so let's get to that. They're a nine seed here at 16-4, and four, and they're taking on Colorado. No, they're taking on LSU, sorry, 18-6, and six, so an SEC team against St. Bonaventure. Are they going to be, like, the hot team to pick here in the first round, do you think? 
I, I could see that. I mean, they're, they're a team. They looked really good today. Lofton's unbelievable. They have everything you want. LSU's also very talented. I, I do like St. Bonaventure. I got to give some love to the A-10, so I'll go with the Bonnies. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this, this feels like one that everyone's going to glom onto. That's never a good spot in one of these things where you're on, like, the popular, like, especially in an 8-9 matchup. Like, what is the LSU? I guess I would be under Louisiana State. Do they not even have this game on the board yet? That would be weird, wouldn't it? Nope, they don't. Huh. And they don't want to take that Bonnie action coming on in. So we'll have the Bonnies moving on. They will face the winner of Michigan and the play-in game of Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern. So we'll just write in Michigan for that one. That sounds like a fun. Is that a fun second round matchup? Like, is, is that, could that be competitive, Ben? Oh, absolutely. I'm, this is where I know you were disappointed. We didn't get outrageous at the beginning of the show. This is the region for me, the East, where all hell is going to break loose because I don't think Michigan is nearly as good as everybody else. I agree. I have Michigan going out in round two. Well, Michigan, by these power rankings, the number one team in the field. No. And Livers, I want to see what's up with him because he's got a foot issue. If they lose him, forget it. Um, I, I Listen, they, Juwan Howard, they look good. Uh, very impressed with their year. I don't think they're that good. To me, they're by far, well, Baylor's an anomaly, but they're one of the weaker one seeds out there, and I, I don't think that they're getting through here. I agree. Okay. Five seed, Colorado taking on 12 seed, Georgetown. Did Georgetown only get in because they won their conference tournament? Yep, oh. they went on a run. Yeah. Four straight. They only had eight, like eight or nine wins during the year, and then they won four four days in a row. Yeah, they're 13 and 12 this season. It's good. And I watched that whole second half against Creighton, and they looked – you wouldn't believe that they were like the eighth seed in the Big East to go into that tournament. They, they looked great. And then I saw some Colorado when they played in the Pac-12 championships. I was like, oh, I saw both these teams last night. I have an opinion. I like Georgetown. Colorado, uh, season-long, an elite free-throw shooting team with the exception of the conference tournament. Apparently, that was like the first time they flamed out all year long, and they do have a pretty good defense. Uh, They appear to be one of those teams where if the game is close late, that they're probably going to end up winning. Is that accurate, Ben? Not even. uh, Elite free-throw shooting team is an understatement. 82% from the line, that would be basically the best ever. Uh, McKinley Wright, who is their point guard, isn't fantastic they've got some size but as you just mentioned if they get up in these games it's virtually impossible to come back because they just don't miss from the line i absolutely love colorado uh stick with my pac 12 teams all right yeah let's go with colorado they're only five point favorites against georgetown as well minus 220 on the betting line they will take on the winner at least an hour bracket of florida state and unc greensboro oh boy Florida State, they're good. Do they play like elite defense and have super athletic guys like usual, Ben? They got about 30 guys. They run too many guys, in my opinion, at some point. I don't know what to make of them. I was really disappointed with how they played against Georgia Tech. I uh, don't want to base it all on one game, but they're a fine team. I, I'm not overly impressed, to be honest. UNCG, solid Solid team. I don't think they can deal with the length, though, so I'll go with the Knowles. Yeah, Florida State, uh, at least in these power rankings, are at number 15, where UNC Greensboro, number 78, Tim. Yeah, I like the Seminoles quite a bit here. All right, let's go down to BYU versus the play-in winner of Michigan State and UCLA. Is that just that they were just like, hey, we have two big teams in here. Let's, let's throw them together, and at least we'll get one of them into the tournament? 
Yeah, I do think there's an element like they wanted to spice up the play-in game uh, and they got like, you know, massive blue buds because Kentucky and Duke aren't here. So that's the result of that. Uh, are any of these teams any good? I think UCLA is, I mean, it, it has stumbled down the stretch, but at one point I thought UCLA was quite good, uh, but now I don't think so. Yeah, they they went, they went were really good to begin the year and yeah. then they, they were exposed uh, by Colorado and co, but Michigan State is typical Michigan State in some regards, you know, they, they battle, they've got Izzo, they, they show flashes ultimately. Uh, I don't think either of these teams are that good and that's why they're in the playing game. Oh yeah, uh, I like the Bruins in this game, but not uh, in the next game. Well, UCLA has lost four straight to end the season. Uh, Chris Smith getting hurt earlier in the season. Proven too much for them to overcome, to be considered a threat at this point. Uh, BYU actually ranked 12 in this. So we'll take UCLA. Do you want to take Michigan State or UCLA? I, like I don't really care. I don't think it matters. I would lean to Michigan State, but I don't have a strong take. All right, we'll take UCLA or UCLA, as someone once said, and we'll take <laughs> BYU to advance. I put down B BYU. Uh, Texas at Abilene Christian. I, we just rolling with Texas here. Is there a case for Abilene Christian? Oh, there's a case. Don't, oh, here we go. <laughs> don't hate on Abilene Christian. They only got four losses this year. They played Texas Tech close. Uh, aggressive team. They absolutely rolled through the Southland. Now you can say who the hell is Nichols State and Sam Houston State. This team can play. Uh, I know Texas is very good and they just beat Oklahoma State. What's the prudent play? It's writing in Texas. What's the dangerously insane play? It's Abilene Christian. I am going to put my... Uh, Whatever's left of my windling reputation here. I think Abilene Christian wins this game. I think how much the importance of the game to Abilene Christian in the state of Texas is to these guys against Texas. You know, they probably weren't recruited by the University of Texas. They get to play them in the tournament to knock them out. Like there's a ton of like motivation, I think, on Abilene Christian side. I think Texas is the better team, but I'm with you. I don't mind taking Abilene Christian here at all. Abilene Christian forces 19 turnovers a game that is number one in the country. They cause massive problems for teams. Texas has a good backcourt, no doubt, but this is a team defensively that causes a lot of problems. Uh, one thing to look at in these power rankings as well, Texas comes in at number 49. So they're in yep, the, the bottom. Go. They're in the bottom where's half. Abil where's Abilene Christian? They even on the, on the page? They, they were not on the page, no. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but... Uh, once I just look here closer, no, it doesn't seem like they've actually made it. I'm following game. Ben's confidence. I, I, I'm sold. I like it. Well, it's funny. We've talked about some of these underdog teams, you know, like plus plus 12, plus 10. Uh, Texas is only a nine-point favorite in this game, so the books you know, are, are thinking they're up to something here. I, I Listen, you know that all I want to do is pick upsets, so this works out for me. And then we have a battle of the potential religions with BYU and Abilene Christian coming up in the next round, so that's going to be a fun one, too. UConn and Maryland. Seven versus a ten. Um, I mean, these are name brand teams, but are, are they actually any good? Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, UConn had to get healthy, and Book Night is back. That really has helped them. The Big East is an anomaly. We've talked about Georgetown, Creighton. Um, I don't know how good any of these teams are, to be honest. So I think UConn's probably where I would go. But again, not not strong conviction on how good they are. I lean to the Terps because the Big Ten is the stronger of the conferences. They've been a little more battle-tested. So in a, I think, pretty much a coin flip game, I would take the Terps. All right, let's go with Maryland moving on as the 10 seed. Alabama and Iona. 
Isn't that like your neck of the woods, Ben Iona? Oh yeah, right by me. Uh, Rick Patino. Rick Patino is there. So um yeah, there's schools right there's a good Wendy's right there. Um but oh, nice. Alabama really, really good. That's gonna be a tough spot. How yeah. like Alabama's awesome. Like they're an elite, elite team. They're the cut of the SEC for sure. Uh not I mean, they're they're an incredibly good team. I I like them a lot. Yeah. This this region is a dumpster fire. This is one I, I truly think something insane could happen down here. All right. So Iona I agree. Iona is 74th in the rankings, but Alabama doesn't rate out all that well, uh, surprisingly enough, for being a two seed in this spot. Let's see. The notes on them. Top defense in the country has three high-scoring guards. So they have potential to go deep, but two of those guards are young, and their shot quality is, quote, inconsistent sound about right yeah that's fair um they are tough though like number two in the rpi battle tested they need john petty to be huge like he was earlier in the season that is the second note that i have here (laughs) so we're good all right we'll go with alabama moving on do we want to continue alabama rolling through against maryland yes yeah they'll roll tide defensively they're just too strong what does Maryland do well? Like they have guard play? Crab cakes. What do you I don't know. Like they're not not a great team this year. They shoot they got a lot of guys that take threes. Um, but this is not a vintage, you know. Juan Dixon ain't walking through that door, that's for sure. No, he's too busy splitting up with his wife on the Real Housewives of Potomac. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. That's why he's not walking through that door. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of these rankings, Maryland is ranked substantially higher than Alabama is. And just the notes on Maryland being a capable defensive team, two guards capable of scoring 20 points apiece. Like if these, so what's Alabama's offense like? Cause we just talked about them being a very good defensive team. Like, do they, do they have the goods to put up points? Not relative to the other like two seeds i would say no but when you play that kind of defense you don't have uh, alabama you know they've got four guys averaging in double figures but their leading score only 14 a game they're just not that type of team though they're guard heavy I, I don't i don't have a strong take on it can they manufacture enough points but against maryland i think they just absolutely crush them defensively yeah they just squeeze teams to death yeah all right I really wanted to go with Alabama there, or with uh, with Maryland there, but I'll, I'll go with Alabama. It sounds like uh, sounds like you're right. Can Abilene Christian beat BYU? I mean, you want to say I like the, no? I like I like the Cougars here. Give me BYU. Yeah, that's a weird game. Um, BYU is like super up pace. They like to shoot threes. Abilene Christian is not like that. Mormons, I, I'd probably go with BYU. Well, the, with the way that you've kind of described Alabama and BYU, that sounds like a weird clash game and what they want to do. I, I think I like the team that are just going to just chuck threes against a good defensive team. Like get high, hot, it's, get hot. And that's win. the way to do it. Like high variance. So it's not a series. People forget that. It's not like the NBA. You only got to win once. So uh, high variance. If you take 35 threes in a game, sometimes you hit 20 of them and the game is basically over. All right. So BYU over Alabama to go to the Elite Eight? Huh? Styles make fights, but I like the Tide here. I'll go with the Cougars. I, I don't. Th- I think this is a, a truly a bracket where like four or five teams could come out and be in the Final Four the, in this East Side. I think this is wide open, so I have no problem with that. All right, so we got BYU going 
to the Elite Eight from the bottom. That leaves Michigan against the Bonnies. Tim, this is where you say Michigan loses? Yeah, I like the Bonnies here. Just because I really believe in this team. Have you seen them play more than one game? I saw them in the A-10 tournament twice. Parts of it. But I look at the numbers and people who I respect talking about basketball teams, and they all sing the praises of the Bonnies too. So I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I think I want to go with Michigan here and just take the number one seed. What do you think, Ben? I mean, I don't like Michigan in life. Uh, this is a tough spot, though. St. Bonaventure is very good, but Michigan, even though I don't like them, they're really good as well. That's why they're a one seed. I think it'll be a very competitive game. If I had to roll with someone, it would be Michigan. All right, so we'll have Michigan moving on, leaving us to Florida State and Colorado. It seems like we all kind of like Colorado, except for Cust, which is a good thing. No, no, but in this instance, I'll take the Pac-12 team. I love Colorado. I, I think they keep rolling on. All right, so do we want to go Colorado over Michigan? I guess that's the big choice here. No, I'll take, uh, in that case, I'll take the Wolverines. Ben? Buffaloes. I'm, I'm riding until the wheels come off with Colorado. Oh, let's do it. That so, that, be, so that leaves us with Colorado versus BYU with a chance to go to the Final yeah. Four. Who this we is take, what I'm talking about. Who we take Five, six is not the craziest thing. Who are we take seen that? <laughs> I'm taking Colorado. Colorado coming out as a five seed. Uh, very interesting bet if you if you want to bet them to win the region. That's the type of stuff that gets uh, that could be outrageous, and I think it's worth a shot. Tim, are you down for uh, this, yeah. or do you it, want to take BYU? It, I'm going to take the Pac-12 team in Colorado in this instance. Aren't they both Pac-12 teams? No, BYU is... They're with the Gonzaga. In in basketball, yeah. They're independent in football and WCC in basketball. Yeah. It's all very confusing. Why can't you stick to one conference for all the sports? Why can't that be allowed? Because most of these teams don't play football. I mean, Col- Colorado plays football. They all, these well, teams yeah, but they're in the Pac-12. Yeah. Everyone in the Pac-12 plays all the sports. All right, let's go Colorado. So Colorado wow. against Iowa... Actually, you know what? We'll save that. We'll save that for the final four discussion. Uh, and before we move on to the other side of the bracket, you know, we got to feed the sponsors here on the Pat Mayo Experience. And that would be very nice to do. So before we get to the final side of the bracket to fill it out, a word from our sponsor. This tournament season, take care of your hair and your holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped. The global leaders in male grooming from head to toe, and when the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes trimmed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using code MAYO for exclusive offer. Your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect, but with the Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and ball pubes are. You ever try to pluck disgusting nose hair? Yeah, it's the worst. That makes the Manscaped Performance Package the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and the number one seed overall this March. Included in the package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides proprietary, skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs even those delicate holes and 79 percent of partners polled admitted that long nose hair major turnoff and if you're not a catch to begin with 
you're in an even bigger hole. Plus, your purchase goes towards a great cause because they've partnered with the GOAT, Alex Caruso, and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as a part of the We Save Balls initiative. Get 20% off and free shipping with code MAYO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MAYO. When things get hairy, make sure to call on Manscaped in a clutch time. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy during the dance. Back to the show. Welcome back to the Pat Mayo Experience with Ben Raza and Tim Andacost. We're jumping into shut up. We're going into the South region trying to make these picks to see who can go along with Iowa and Colorado in the final four. Baylor hardly knew her. They gonna beat your boys, Hartford, Tim? Yes. As much as I'm down on the Bears and don't think they're the think they're the most one of the most poorly coached teams in the in the draw, I will be taking them one round and that that at least we'll see who you guys like in the next round. But yeah, I'll take them this round for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen her. I'll say this: UMass didn't make the tournament, but UMass Lowell, uh, which is a borderline creative school, they played Hartford. <laughs> they played Hartford for the right to get crushed by Baylor, and they lost. But Hartford is going to be dismantled in many, many ways. Uh, that okay? So we're going to go with Baylor. And they'll be facing the winner of North Carolina as an eight seed and Wisconsin as a nine seed. Uh, is there anything I can do to just be like, I don't want to take North Carolina because everyone's going to take North Carolina? And you know, Wisconsin. It, what's that? Yeah. Is in the better conference. UNC is not that good. I don't like UNC to begin with. I really hope they get crushed. And uh, yeah, I like the Badgers here. Uh, well, like I've said before, Ben, that I haven't seen a second of college basketball, but I bet you I know how Wisconsin plays. Is it yeah, the same as do. every year? They have, like, two big yeah. white guys at, like, center and power forward. They run out the clock on every possession and rebound really well? Yeah, that, that sums it up. A couple things. Their starting lineup is older than the Bulls' starting lineup. They've got <laughs> guys that are, like, 28. I don't know how. And they get – the thing that's weird, they just get absolutely mauled inside, and that's why I'm a little worried – North Carolina is a really good rebounding team, and I think their bigs are going to really push Wisco's bigs around. And that, for that reason, I probably lean to North Carolina. I don't think either of these teams are that good, though. Uh, the betting line right now from DraftKings Sportsbook, North Carolina is favored by two and a half points as the eight seed. But I don't like North Carolina, so I'm going to take Wisconsin. Villanova and Winthrop. This is the one everybody has as a 12-5 upset, I bet. Now, I've asked, like, you this, I be- I've asked you this question for the past 10 years in a row, Tim, <laughs> so you have to answer it for me. Is Scotty Reynolds still on Villanova? I, I believe so as a, uh, as a junior assistant. I mean, you, people can tell from our conversation that we stopped super following college <laughs> basketball closely in, like, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So all of our references are now at least 10 years old. Uh, six and a half point favorites over Winthrop in this game. Uh, one thing that I do know about the bracket every year, Ben, though, is fade the popular upset pick. Yeah, everybody. Listen, Winthrop, cool team. They only have one loss, but I I don't know about this. And the other side, Villanova lost Connor Galipsy. He's yes. there. 
all everything point guard and that's very bad for them it's going to cost them long term i don't think it's going to cost them in this game though uh yeah i'm inclined to take the wildcats too i trust the coaching staff and i jay wright and the infrastructure there in a tight spot i i kind of like nova too yeah, no Gillespie. Hurts still talented, but it's a very thin line for them. In these rankings, they actually rate out as ninth, where Winthrop is outside the top 55. So, yeah, give me give me Villanova. I'll just write down Nova. That makes it so much easier for me. Purdue and North Texas. I think we've taken a 13-seed upset in every region so far. Are we going with North Texas and another one, Ben? No, I watched this team last night, and uh, they had seven points in the second half <laughs> until right at the end, and they won the game in overtime. One of the uh, – we all lost in that game in one way or another. I'm just going to take Purdue to, to get the job done here. Uh, North yep. Texas, Boilermakers North, for me. North Texas rates out 44th in this. In Conference USA, they were able to create shots without the help of good passing metrics. Uh, then that's not going to work against high-level competition. I guess the question is, is Purdue high-level competition? Well, I mean, I'm on Team Big Ten, and I think Ben is too. So, yeah, I mean, Purdue's got absolute monsters on the inside. They've got several seven foot. They always have like giant people. I don't know what they do in West Lafayette, but a lot of big people there. Uh, they're going to cause major problems. And they they got to do it for Drew Brees too. So that yeah, there that, you go. that narrative's on play. Apparently, a very tenacious team. Those always tend to do really well in the tournament. Just teams that try harder than the other teams. I'm I'm actually hardest usually win. No, but I, I'm actually dead serious about that. Like the the effort level for some of these, like maybe not in this round, but once you start getting up against like just very highly skilled teams versus the tenacious team in the tournament, because the you know, the talent level is only so good across any roster in college that that's why Michigan State ends up just doing well every like every second year just because they're going to press you and press you and get on you and they just force you to make mistakes but are they the type of team that plays that sort of defense like are they going to get every loose ball yeah they hustle I mean they're great it's the big 10 I think that's a theme in that type of conference and in the problem is when you play teams like that they just punish you inside and these mid-majors a lot of them can shoot but they don't have the bigs, and I, I think that's what happens here. Uh, Texas Tech is a six seed. Utah State is an 11 seed. Uh, how are we feeling about Texas Tech this time around? Because these rankings do not like Texas Tech whatsoever. No, but I don't know if that Utah State should even be in the tournament. Well, they are, so, so we have a chance to Well, I know, them. so that means I really <laughs> – that means I, I like the Red Raiders here. I'm going to go – again, Big 12. Big 12 has had a good year. I'm, I'm taking the Red Raiders. We've gone pretty chalk across this. If everyone's going to take this Winthrop upset, if that's the popular sleeper, maybe the pivot is to take Utah State over Texas Tech, Ben. No, I think the, the pivot is Colgate when we get there. Colgate? So, we're, Colgate strangely enough, a... rates out as 13th best in the rankings. Exactly. They have an asterisk next to them. So, wow. I played a handful. For an upset. So, I don't want to take, uh, I don't want to knock Texas Tech out here. I'd rather knock out uh, Arkansas. Do you think we can get it done with Utah State, Ben? Come on. Yeah, Utah State's a really good defensive team. This game, I don't know if there's a lineup, and if there is, I'd love to know the total. Um, I could see it being really ugly because both teams struggle at times, and I I have a feeling that Utah State controls the game defensively. I don't know if they can score enough, but I think they'll be in it for sure. Uh, 131 is the total in this game at DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, I think this is played in the 60s for sure. 
Texas Tech's only a five-point favorite here. This is a pretty big gap between an 11 and a 6. I'll go with Utah State. Why not? Uh, Arkansas and Colgate. So it does sound like you you mentioned, Tim, earlier that Winthrop's going to be a very popular upset. Won't this be a very popular 14-3 upset? No, because people look at 3-14 and they go, oh, man, I already got a 5-12. I'm not taking a 14-2. I mean, I think a lot of people will look at it and that they'll bristle at taking a 14. I, I don't think it will be nearly as popular, but I think Colgate's a better team. Uh, and I'm going to buy, I, I, I don't respect Arkansas that much. And I don't respect the SEC outside of Alabama that much. So I, uh, I'm on uh, Colgate here. So this seems to be a, just, just reading the notes on both these teams, Ben, this seems to be a bad matchup for the type of team that Colgate wants to beat. Now, they're the higher ranked in these proprietary rankings with the knock on them being they have flaws, but they can score at a very high rate and in a right spot. They can be an absolute handful. But then you look at Arkansas, who's 23rd in the rankings, and their notes are just tempo, tempo, tempo. They want to get as many possessions as possible and try to score as much as possible. If you're like the lower seed team the one thing you do is play a high tempo and score a bunch of points you probably don't want to be playing a team that does the exact same thing on the other side so we just talked about 131 in that last game this game i bet the totals like i don't know it's probably like 160 plus they, they want to play so fast and colgate will keep up and that could be a problem so One, uh, 161 and a hook yeah, that's that's see that's a problem to me for for a 14 seed just because you don't want to extend the game and that's how Colgate plays. They only have one loss. They looked great today, but Loyola Maryland is no good anyway. I think they're actually a really good team, but it's a bad matchup. That's my bigger concern, not how good Colgate is. So yeah, let's go with Arkansas in this matchup because I think that Tim, I think that yeah, you underrate people's willingness to go a 14 over a 3. Maybe I do, but I think that's a line that's the line where people don't want to cross. That they'll go uh, four four seed thirteen, but three fourteen is like ah oh, no I'm not knocking a three seed out. I, I, that's my view. Every good reason three seeds tend to win all, almost all the time. So, but do we really put a lot of stock into what the seedings are, especially like this year in particular? Like we've seen it in all the other sports, these COVID affected years where yeah, just weird shit time. happens when you get down to it. Sure, um, but we're taking tons of upsets here. So yeah, like, you always take more. We could always take more upsets. <laughs> Florida and Virginia Tech, a seven versus a 10. Um, I don't know anything about these teams. I hit. hate this game. Why? I hate both these teams. I hate both these teams. I hate this game. I, 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 whoever wins, I hope gets crushed in the next round. Florida's yeah, a but- one, Florida's a one point favorite, Ben. I don't like this game either. Uh, my Hokies, I do kind of root for Virginia Tech. I don't know. Both these teams have serious faults, but I think that Florida has kind of more faults at this point. So agreed. I'll go with the Hokies. Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. So V Tech moving on. That brings us to Ohio State and Oral Roberts. I'm just assuming we're going to write in Ohio State. So Ohio State and Virginia Tech. Is this a role for Ohio State? Yes. I think so. Okay. Man, poor. I will say that Oral Roberts, they're not going to win the game, but they do have the number one scoring player in the country. Uh, and they will be shooting wildly all game. They take a lot of three-pointers. Alma mater of Ned Flanders. We learned when Homer stole his college <laughs> degree and then scratched out Ned's name and put his own on it. <laughs> this is true. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas as the three seed against Utah State. Do we want to keep the run going? Because 
let's be real. Like, this is one of these situations where we're not going to have either team beating Ohio State, right? So why don't we just roll with with Utah State? Moving on. Well, let's let's pick for the better game and take Arkansas. I, don't I mean, know. I have both these teams losing the first round, so I don't care. <laughs> I'll go Arkansas because I think they are significantly better. I think Utah State is trash. Have yeah, you uh, hold on, hold on one second? Have you seen a single second of Utah State play? No, I haven't seen the Aggies play, but I respect the people whose opinions that I'm reading. That's all I can ever do. I mean, I'm not I'm no expert in this. I'm here to be picked against. So, so Utah State, it is moving on. Yeah, to all play. Right, yeah, that that that's led me to the Aggies. This is a totally different styles make fights. Arkansas wants to play fast. Utah State does not, um, or not nearly as fast, I should say. Oh, let's let's live a little. Utah State, and, and then we'll just have Ohio State going on to the Elite Eight in this after beating Utah State. Yeah, this is I the would. problem with this region, though, because I hate Baylor. But who the hell is going to beat them? Up Ohio State. Okay, yeah, but you have them coming all the way to the Elite Eight. No, I'm just like, like Baylor eventually will lose, even if they get that far. No, I have Baylor going out, uh, uh, not this round. Although I, I can be tempted to knock them out with the Badgers, I would knock them out in the round of 16. But we're going Baylor over Wisconsin, Ben. That's something that we're doing at the top of this. I think so. Yeah. All right. So Nova versus Purdue. I want Purdue because I know Purdue can knock Baylor out. I can't pick Nova. Listen, I think they could beat Winthrop, but they lost the heart and soul of their team. And then their second best player has a severely sprained ankle and he's apparently playing, but uh, they're, they're just, they ran out of, ran out of guys. So Purdue. All right. So Tim thinks that Purdue can beat Baylor. Ben, do you? No, uh, I really don't. Baylor just the way they play with their zone, is going to cause serious problems on the interior. They're an amazing shooting team. They have like eight good guards. I respect everything except their coach. Um, Baylor number one in the country in three point percentage, almost 42%. That's insane. Well, so. hold on then. If that's going to be a thing where they shoot 30, 42% from three, like if that's what you're relying on one, especially as a very top end seed, and that's the big thing that you do, I, I guess you say that their zone can cause problems for a lot of people, but what if they just start bricking threes? Like that can happen. Any, I was going to say, in any I one hate- game. like that's it. Like yeah. you, you always go back to, I mean, the skill is eventually going to win out, but we see every single year one of these very top-end teams that shoots, shoots with very high efficiency, they just go cold, and they don't have, like, the big man they can go throw it into who's going to get, like, 20 points and 18 boards against, like, a lesser competition. And I don't trust Drew to realize that his guys are cold from the outside the line and make any sort of adjustments. So you'll just stand there and just watch it fall apart. So, yeah. All I like the Boilermakers true. No doubt. I'll just say this. Baylor's defense, fantastic. They force top 10 in turnovers per game. And it's not just one guy. They've got like five three-point shooters. So it's a lot harder for that to happen. But there's no doubt when you live by the three, you certainly die by the three. Everyone says that, and it is true. Yeah, but the problem is, is Purdue the right type of team that can take them out? No. All right. I don't think yeah, so. I mean, this is a, Purdue's a top-tier quality Big Ten team who can go toe-to-toe with just about anybody, I think. And be not their equal, but 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 close. And I mean, Purdue in Indianapolis, in Indiana, I like the, I like the spot. I'm gonna stick with Baylor. So we got Baylor versus Ohio State in the Elite Eight to see who goes to the Final Four. It sounds like we all want. Uh, do you think that Baylor is gonna go, Ben? I guess is the question because you know Tim's definitely gonna take Ohio State. You know, I yeah, I, I, mean, I always I... enjoy a good upset. 
I really, I wish this wasn't Ohio State because I'll be honest, maybe I'm just a hater because I'm not sold on them either. Um, they did play very well. I was really impressed that they took Illinois to overtime today and they've shown that all year. I Tough game. I guess if you, if you want to go, you got to knock Baylor out somewhere. And this is really, I think, the only team in the region that has a real shot to take them out. Buckeyes. All right. Let's it's up get... to you, Pat. You, you use the force. You... What does your, uh, I'm gonna what try your to, rankings say? I'm going to uh, – Ohio State is 10th and Baylor is 8th. <laughs> so well, a coin flip. So a coin flip. Yeah, let's go Ohio State. Why not? Let's take the two seed. Moving on to the Midwest, the final portion of this bracket. Oh, my guys, the Drexel Dragons, the 16 seed. There they are. They're taking on <laughs> Illinois, the number one seed. Uh, what's the note that I have here about Drexel? They actually rate out really well. Obviously, not as good as Illinois, who's number two in the rankings. But where is Drexel? Arguably the worst defense in the field. Five players <laughs> who average over 10 points a game, though. But can they get consecutive stops against anyone is the question. That doesn't sound good. I expect Illinois to score over 100 points in this game. I like the fight in the line I hear. Yeah, I've seen Drexel play a handful of times, and in every one of those games I was betting against them. Uh, they did make it here, so it shows what I know, but I, I'm not a believer in Drexel. Uh, Loyola, Chicago was an eight seed. Worst yeah. seed in the whole bracket. Against Disgraceful. Against Georgia Tech. What way? the hell was Loyola Chicago? Was that the team that had like the nun cheering for them a few years ago? And got to the final four. She is 101 and tends to go to Indianapolis for the tournament. Yes. Get her that vaccine and sit her in the front row. She's 101. I suspect she probably has been vaccinated at 101. Anyway, yeah, Loyola Chicago gets that respect because they went to the final four two tournaments ago. So why is this? And I like them to go. You like like them to to go one around here. Okay, so is this when you said this is an egregious seed, Ben? Is it because it's too low or too high? No, it's too high. I think they're one of the better teams in the country. Like they, they are an experienced, good team. They're the best defense in the country. Um, I, I can't believe that they're an eight. I think they should have been like a five. So that that's a big, big mistake and and an awful draw for them. Georgia Tech is really good, and then they have to play Illinois if they get through here. So, looking at it right now, uh, Loyola, in the rankings of all teams in these power rankings, is number six. That's what I'm saying. Georgia Tech, number 11. Awful, awful matchup for, for just in general, both those teams deserve better. And for Illinois. And for Illinois, yeah. So, are we going with Loyola over Georgia Tech? I, I like Loyola, Chicago, yeah. I like the Ramblers. Yeah, Ramblers. They still have some elements from that team. Mm-hmm. Do they have a chance? Yeah, against- the upperclassmen. The upperclassmen would have been on that Final Four team. Yeah. Do they have a chance to beat Illinois? Sure, they have a chance. But I think Illinois is, after Gonzaga, the best team in the country. Hmm. Illinois is serious, serious business. Uh, Ao, they got everything that you want, and they're like I said, that's a sweet name. So. Can't can't overrate that. Uh, toughest strength of schedule of any team in the tournament, yet they still have top 10 in rebounding percentage and shot quality percentage. So that's good news for Illinois. Tennessee against Oregon State. Can we take an upset? Beavers only got in because they won the Pac-12 tournament. Well, good. They're, right. They're coming in with momentum, Tim. That sounds great. That was my argument for Georgetown, and you shot that down. So, I mean... <laughs> I got nothing on these teams. 
I would take Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. I kind of like Oregon State, but that's just because I've been very impressed that they got through teams like Colorado. Uh, you got to correlate your bracket a little, you know. If Colorado is this good, then Oregon State might be pretty good because they just beat them. So I, I kind of like that. All right, Oregon State it is. Oklahoma State against Liberté. Isn't Liberty <laughs> the one? Isn't that the Jerry Falwell school? Yes, in, <laughs> yes. in Virginia, yes. Okay. Uh, good basketball team. A very good basketball team. Obviously, they're in the tournament for the second time in three years or something. Yeah. But well, I mean, as, uh, as, a, I, as, a, as a 13 seed, couldn't they let one of the other teams take their place and they could get cucked? <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Aren't these the jokes that we're making right now? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to yeah, take. That's good stuff. I'll take the Cowboys in this game. <laughs> Uh, is Oklahoma yeah, I'll State? Take, I'll yeah, take Oklahoma State. Yeah, I got that. Actually, Liberty rates out 18th. Yeah, um, I think they're actually not a bad basketball team, but I do think Oklahoma State. They won a game. Better. People forget they won a game two years ago. I think it yeah. was Virginia Tech, I want to say, but they're a good, experienced team. Oklahoma State has probably the number one pick in the draft, though, and that's a problem. Especially against a school like Liberty, I would think. Like isn't that usually Liberty when like plays. The, like when like the big like if you have like the one superstar on your team that's usually not good enough to beat a good team but against a middling team that's usually good enough? Yeah, it's going to be Liberty plays in tempo this year per Ken Palm they're 348th in the country. Uh that's insanely slow. I don't think that they're going to be able to to handle Cunningham. All right, Oklahoma State. OK State moving on. Cucking out, old Liberty. San Diego yeah, State. They'll get cocked. Yeah, they'll get cocked. San Diego State, the sixth seed against Syracuse, the 11th seed. I bet you everyone in the world takes Syracuse here because most people are like Tim and I, don't know what's going on. Like, Syracuse? That sounds good. We know, we know the 2-3 zone, and we know Jim Beheim, and that, that's what we know. It's like, oh, Syracuse is an 11. That's an easy upset. i got to get one in my bracket, which makes me think that we should probably take the Aztecs, but uh, I don't know. That, that would be my lean, uh, too, Ben. I like them. Uh, good three-point shooting team, which is super important when you play Syracuse. They shoot 37.5%, top 25 in the country. I'm, I go with the Aztecs. Yeah, They're a good team. The yeah. way to beat the zone is to shoot over top of it. Yep. SD State. No Marshall Falk on this team, I don't think, at least. Uh, 34th ranked in these power ranking Syracuse, number 37. So um, they're going to be very close when it comes down. I wonder if the spread is in that game. San Diego State's a two and a half point favorite. I bet you Syracuse ends up becoming the betting favorite just on the money, Good. on the money that they take on. Like, just, just I'm trying to think about this as someone who, like I said, knows nothing but still wants to bet on this stuff. Just looking at it, be like, oh, Syracuse versus San Diego State. That would really jump out to me. Ben, are you in on my theory that all every single college basketball team and every single college football team should have one alumni spot? on their team so like <laughs> tim tebow couldn't go to the nfl he couldn't make the couldn't make major league baseball but he's just like all-time florida quarterback if he wants to be wouldn't that be and great he can, he can play yeah like he, he he's allowed, would you, you have one guy that's allowed to play i would be uh definitely for that that would be a, a game changer and and Kawhi leonard hopefully i was just about to say yeah up, no and I, that I, would really help them. i think i think it has to be they cannot be under professional contract in any sport on any other thing like they have to be so it, aaron Kraft would play for ohio state forever yeah that's the guy who traveled every time he touched the ball yeah but they didn't and he had really red cheeks they yes he they did didn't call it yep that was the great no, wow. was that the great too much hustle to call it what oh, that, no 
That wasn't the Odin era. It was Kraft the one who kept getting all those charge calls against him. Yeah. Yes, because he was a hustler and a scrappy guy, and uh, just uh, you'd work too darn hard to call a foul against him. <laughs> West Virginia against Moorhead State. All right, Moorhead State. They looking any good here? Let's see where they they rate out. They could Not- have Kenneth Fareed. He could have been that, their guy. That right. got me thinking like this. And they knocked out Louisville. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Ten uh, years ago, we were on our way to March Madness, and I saw that that game in the in the Denver uh, airport. And I saw that exact game on Drexel's campus, just to tie it all together. And I was eating a delicious cheesesteak. <laughs> when True we, story. yeah, so we went to the tournament. What, 2010 or 2011? 11. 2011. Yeah. Yeah. The Ten o- years ago. The only thing that really stands out from that. Um, just in like watching the games was how good Isaiah Thomas was on Washington and the other really small guard they had who wasn't Isaiah Thomas was also pretty good. Uh, and I think they won their first round game or they lost to Duke in the first round. No, and, no, they won their first round. That was when Kyrie came back for the tournament. Yeah. And how good fucking Kyrie was. <laughs> yeah, he was marvelous. But it was his first game in like two and a half months or something like that. Correct. Yeah, they, they won their first round game. Then they lost to Duke in the second round, right? That's right. Both games that we saw, North Carolina, Michigan, and Duke, Washington, came down to the the, the wire. And they gave us these programs for all the teams that were in our region <laughs> in Charlotte. And you have like Duke, and they have these this like super impressive like team photo with all like the the managers. And then Belmont had their photo. It's like nine guys in front of a brick wall outside of an elementary school. It was awesome. And they had a guy who shot rebounds like this. <laughs> And he just tried to bank it off the backboard as hard as he could. He made like one of 12, I think. And it went like, boom, boom, It was shocking to see in person. I'd it never, was. never seen anything like it. It was the last Bruce Pearl game that we saw too for Tennessee. Yeah. When Michigan won the game without shooting a foul shot. <laughs> That's right. West Virginia over Moorhead State then? Yeah, I like yeah. the Mountaineers. Yeah, Belmont would be here if it wasn't for Moorhead State. That's the same conference. Okay. Clemson against Rutgers. Oh, God. Is Rutgers, Rutgers can't, I mean, they're in the tournament, so they can't possibly be as bad at basketball as they're at football. Yeah, uh, Ray Rice would probably be. Now, every school, I'm just thinking of who would be their their alumni guy. Um this team, this is all. This is like Florida, Virginia Tech. I have no interest in either of these teams. No, I guess. but I would I guess, take the Rutgers because I haven't seen them in a while and it's Big Ten. So, sure, I, I really have no lean here. I, I've seen Clemson quite a bit, and I'm really not impressed. All right, so we're going we're gonna go with Rutgers. Yep. I wonder if no, you can. That bet. just seems wrong. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if you can bet on this game. It always seems wrong, but. If you're in, let's see, betting on New Jersey college teams is not permitted in New Jersey. So it will be available on DraftKings Sportsbook, just not in New Jersey. Is that how it works in the States, Ben? Yeah, I mean, depending on where you're at. But generally with college teams, that is a thing. Uh, Like, well, New York, if you're if you drove to the physical place and they were playing in like MSG for college, you you would be a no go. Interesting. Is that why I guess that's why you can never bet on UNLV in Vegas. That's right. For obvious reasons. So is that college only? Like, can you bet on the Raiders in Vegas? Yeah, I would. I would assume. So. I would assume you li- you could bet on the Jets and Giants if you live in New Jersey. Yeah, you definitely can. I, I bet you they take. Oh, I would think. I, I would think that uh, DraftKings Sportsbook New Jersey location just gets all the Jets and all the Giants money, and then like they're horrendous, and then people lose all their money to the book. That that would be my guess. I could probably get numbers on that to to factor it out. So, Rutgers. 
Moving on, and then is, can Cleveland State give Houston any sort of a run? I hear Houston is fantastic. They they are quite good. Um, but they again, were good a couple of years ago when Michigan hit that miracle that, shot at the buzzer. When I had Houston going to like the Elite Eight or Final Four, I killed my brackets. So I'm kind of mad at Houston that that happened, but it really was Michigan that did it to me. That game, awful. That was one of my biggest bets ever, and it did not go Oh, no. Well. Yeah, Houston. They had a guy named Gray. His last name was Gray, and he was like my favorite player. Um, I wonder what that guy's doing. But Cleveland State's going to get rolled. Houston's really good. So by these rankings that was uh, that were given to me, Houston does not rate out well. They're fiftieth overall. Now that's still better than Cleveland State, mind you. Didn't Cleveland State like win two rounds in a tournament not too long ago? No, I don't believe so. I feel like they I did. have no. I that, I'm not saying they didn't. I just don't remember if they did. Cleveland State basketball i feel like they were a 14 seed and somehow they end up playing like a 13 seed in the second round and then they advance to the sweet 16 one of those yeah who knows hmm. maybe it never happened no but now i actually want to look this up um can we can we take Rutgers over houston oh my god no at this point no i would i would take the i would take the cougars i don't think houston's that good either in that sense you know against the elite teams but they're much better than this little pod all right so Here's the Rutgers note that I have. They can grind. You know I love a grinder. Grinder rests. That's where we're going. They can't shoot. That seems like it's going to be a problem. And be a bear to watch. But they are capable of making things as ugly as possible. I like the sounds of that. That's a team that I like to get behind. That's basically what West Virginia does has done for 15 years. As Houston as well. Like Houston and West Virginia, they they define playing ugly. Uh, you don't want to play that game around those type of teams. All right, so we'll go with Houston over Little Rudiger here. And then San Diego <laughs> State against West Virginia. San Diego State have a shot? I think so, but I, I West Virginia, yeah. I'm a big Bob Huggins guy. I'm, I'm going to go with the Mountaineers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the Mountaineers too. So that gives us like a double muck-up game, a muck-up game of West Virginia and Houston. We just roll with West Virginia? I would. Sure. West Virginia, where do they? West Virginia ranks out even worse than Houston does somehow. Good God. I'm not surprised because if you're factoring in like free throw, things like that, they're just an ugly team. And they, they lost a key player in the year. And I don't know what they do good, uh, but they do get it done more often than not. And of the eight teams we just listed in this pod, like, I don't know. They're all pretty bad in one way or another. You know what? I'm going to switch this up. I'm going to go with San Diego State over West Virginia, and then I'm going to take San Diego State over Houston. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go, Aztecs. Figure it out. That's fine. As long as we have Illinois and one one seed getting out of this into the Marshall Falk, sure. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Marshall Falk, he can be the queen on the chessboard out on the basketball court. I mean, at like, what is he, like 50 now? He'll be fine. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to take Illinois over Loyola and then Oregon State versus Oklahoma State in the who will lose to Illinois side of the bracket. The one thing I will say, and Brad Evans is doing his entire package up on ftmbets.com right now. If you hit the description of this video, you can find the link to that. It's going to have everything broken down, him and the entire college basketball team over at FTN. Uh, is it, It's well worth it, put it that way. It's like eight bucks if you want all the information you can get. But the fact that he loves Illinois and went to Illinois and always is big upping Illinois leads me to believe that they're going to like lose in the first round. Like... That's just a personal bias coming in, but Oregon State or Oklahoma State? Who are we taking? Oklahoma State. 
Sure. I would agree. All right. So that leaves Illinois versus San Diego State. I guess we'll have Illinois going on to that. So it brings us time to the Final Four. We have Iowa against Colorado and Ohio State against Illinois. So once again, if you're watching out there right now, smash the like button to the video. In the comment section, please drop your finals plus a winner. So who are the teams that are going to appear in the finals and who do you got winning? Hell, throw in a fucking final score while we're at it, dude. Don't be afraid to smash that like and subscribe to Mayo Media Network for ongoing betting and fantasy coverage of every single sport, like legit every single sport this time, except for the NBA. That one's hard to figure out. And I started too late in the season to get it up and running. We'll probably end up doing that next year. Iowa versus Colorado. What are we doing here, Tim? Who do you like? I would take the best player in this Final Four game, which means that we take Iowa. Can you make the case for Colorado, Ben? Um, so I, I think the case for Colorado would be that I would rather have my best player be a guard, and McKinley Wright is certainly a guard in Garza. He's, you know, he can handle the ball, but he's more dependent on other players. Iowa is more dependent on the three ball. We talked about Colorado's free throw shooting. I think Iowa would win this game if it's not going to happen, but in theory, if it did. Oh, uh, Ben, this is what we said last time (laughs) when we did the bracket. Oh, I mean, we all like Texas Tech, but Texas Tech can't go that deep. And boom, we want all the money. Well, that's what we're going to try to do this time. Um, I, I think I would have to go with Iowa. We got three Big Ten in the Final Four. That's a dangerous game, but you know what? It is, but it happened in 1989 where three Big East teams made the Final Four, and if we believe that the Big Ten is the best conference, I think it is minus Gonzaga. Like That's reasonable enough. All right. Ohio State against Illinois. Where are we going with this? Just saw this game five an hour and a half ago. Great game. Two great teams, but I like the fight in Illini. Again, I like Ben said, they have no holes. Uh, I'd be very excited to see them win it. What do you think, Ben? I mean, just because a game happened an hour and a half ago doesn't mean that same game is going to happen a month from now. No, no doubt about it. It's just uh, Illinois was a team early in the year. I, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. They lost some games that I really didn't think they should. And since then, they've been absolutely rolling. They've won seven straight. Uh, AO is one of, if not the best player in the country. He's phenomenal. They've got a guy named Cockburn. Uh, I don't know how you factor that in. The cock. Pat, but yeah, bad, the bad, cock, bad so. matchup for the Liberty Cucks. That's maybe it's why, a, maybe uh, it's a they, perfect matchup. I don't know. They could get there. Could be uh yeah, that could be a whole different metric, but this team just has everything that you want. Um, big men, guards, playing great. I think that if they get Ohio State again, they've seen them many times now, they they would beat them again. All right, so we'll go Iowa versus Illinois, which I assume is a game we've already seen this season a bunch of times too. Oh, no doubt. I mean, these teams have all played like, it feels like they've played like 50 times. Uh, It's just a rotation. Um, What the hell did they do when they played? Can Iowa give them a scare, I guess would be the question. When you have the best player on your team, of course you can. But I like to go with the Illini here. I would too. Um, they beat them twice during the re- their regular season. One was recent. The other game, I honestly don't even remember. Um, but yeah, they've just. This is a team that truly has the formula. They've got a great big man. They've got great guards. I like their coach. I like their draw. Um, what's not to like? All right. So our national champion is going to be Illinois 
after they beat Iowa in the national title game. Can we go two for two with this crew? I say yes. What could go wrong? Uh, as long as Abilene Christian makes it a game, I really don't care. That is that is where my my attention will be focused. Do they have outright bets on who is going? I can't find the futures on this. Did you see? Does anyone, can anyone find the futures? I haven't seen any yet. I mean, there's been futures, but I, with the actual bracket, I don't know if they probably team pulled them. Futures, okay. Them. I mean, I've got team futures, like to, to win. Yeah, or to make the final four. All right, where do you see those? Uh, under on DraftKings Sportsbook, it's next to get you have game lines, halves, game props, and team futures. Oh, maybe that just updated because I have not up- refreshed my screen. Because oh, yeah, there it is. It, it wasn't up on my page. It stopped at game props. All right, so let's check out team futures here. The future: Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois plus six fifty. That's not horrible. Well, they are a one seed after all. Yeah, but I mean, I thought they would be shorter than that. So what, what's Abilene Christian to win it all? <laughs> Five thousand to one. I well, Iowa is twenty to one. That's probably what I'd end up playing, like Illinois and Iowa. Just bet them both at plus six fifty. Abilene Christian has the third longest odds, tied for the worst odds with Eastern Washington and Grand Canyon. Ben, if you were to make an outright bet, like I doubt betting like Gonzaga is plus two fifteen right now, so they're the favorites. Yeah, you in can't this. bet them. Baylor's plus two fifty. Those seem like too short of odds in order to try to win. What is it? Win six game one. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, six games. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever see myself betting, actually putting money down on anything like that, especially because they're going to have your hold for like over a month, too. But is there any team that you think that can, like, because we did this with uh, Texas Tech, that we bet them, I think they were like 80 to one. But once they get into the final four, it does give you pretty decent hedge equity in order to try to, be, like, just get your money out of it like even though you're going to be betting these other teams as minus favorites you still end up better than what you would have to bet these high-end teams like if it ends up being i don't know like call like it's what's colorado we all we all seem yeah, to like colorado the type of- they're plus 900 to make the final four and they are they're plus they're 60 to one to make uh to win it all which it's probably not quite as long as I would have wanted, but even in that circumstance, like even if the other team is like minus 300, that brings you down to what 20 to one. And then you get like a minus 200 that brings you down to 10 to one. That's still better than outright betting. Like all of the top end teams, you just need Colorado to go to the final four. Maybe like, just bet- if you want, go ahead. Yeah. Colorado. I think that again, you're, you're talking about hitting lightning in a bottle and I would rather go with an extremely explosive team. Someone like BYU, who when they get hot, they had Gonzaga down on the ropes uh, in that in that finals, and then Gonzaga's just too good. But a team like that, they could easily go out in the first round, but you, you don't really care about that. You're just talking pure upside. I, I would probably look at some of those type of teams for, for serious runs. The Bonnies are 100-1. to one. Uh, BYU is also 100-1. to one. Yeah, and they don't have to play Michigan in the, on – Saturday or Sunday or Monday, which is a huge advantage. Loyola Chicago makes some sense too, because look, if they, uh, they, they would have, being, they would have to beat Illinois. If they beat Illinois, they if, have a path. That's it. If you're the eight seed and you knock the one out, then you actually have a really easy path to a championship. Uh, your hard game came early in the draw, not late. So if you really believe in Loyola Chicago, if they were to upset Illinois, their odds would be significantly shorter. So I, I don't hate that pick either. Well, that would be the same case for Colorado, too. They would have, like, they would knock out Michigan, and then all of a sudden they would probably be the favorites in that. that so, part like, of take it. them both. 
take them both and you have two wild card and if you if they both blow up in round one on you or round two so be it but you had fun yeah but, like, but even like we have colorado versus byu in the elite eight you might as well just bet those two teams what are they to make the final four 12 to 1 and 9 to 1 just make those two bets see if it works out it's basically just you're shorting michigan and hope they don't win the conference yeah all right that yeah. will do it on the pat mayo experience any final thoughts like how excited are you to have march madness back this year ben Oh, it's great. Uh, college basketball and college football are my favorite sports by far. They're the sports I bet the most by far. Uh, it's my favorite thing. I know it's ridiculously fluky. It's a, a single elimination tournament, but it doesn't make it. Uh, it's so much fun. Tim? It's, to me, the first sign of the spring up, uh, 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 you know, sort of uh, ramp to sports. The Masters, uh, you know, basketball, and hockey playoffs. NFL draft, like we everything got totally dislodged last year, starting with March Madness, and it's great to have March Madness, which is like the cornerstone of that build up to the great run of spring sports. So uh, I'm very excited. Do you yeah, think that people are? Do you, ben, I I just jumped into the chat for the first time. I see that people are, and it's not the first time I've seen this all day. Is that people are going to be picking Iona money line? I think Iona money line. Yeah, I don't. I because of Rick Pitino. Yeah, because of Rick Pitino. And they had. Of all the teams in the country, they had the longest COVID shutdown. So I give them credit for finding a way through that. But I don't think people understand that how, how physical Alabama is. Um, just a serious, serious team. And although I don't really love them to go way out, I don't think I'm going to be betting Iona. I will say quick, just a quick plug for me. I will have all my bets over at awesomeo.com, my bracket, everything like that. So uh, I don't think Iona is going to be in there, though. Spoiler alert. They're not your winner? Uh, I can't say that they are. Is there is there a promo code people can use or are those free bets? Uh, yeah, this will be me and Matt Kajeski. We'll have shows uh, in front of the paywall, free bets. So you head on over. We will have a package with Alex's projections and everything. Um, Going to be a great time. We've got everything covered. And the DFS side, I know people don't play a ton of college DFS, but if you're going to do it, this is the time to do it. And Matt Kajeski best in the business yeah and you can find the ftn bets march madness bracket betting guide that is eight bucks up right now on ftnbets.com but if you want the full package which includes all of the in-depth betting all of the bracket all of the daily fantasy use code mayo at checkout and go get that for yourself all right guys ben Rossi. you can follow him on twitter at jazzrazdfs you can follow me at the pme if you hit the description about 10 minutes after the live show ends i will put in the link to the official pat mayo experience bracket if you want to go look at it and have some lols based on how many stupid upsets we have and of course on twitter you can always follow tim undercust tim undercust not my name at tim anderson 87 i bring the funny at least i try i mean you didn't bring the funny on this show you just got horrified by my cuck jokes you're a cuck <laughs> tim ander <laughs> I, I didn't see them coming put it that way you know what i said i don't know let's just stop it right there that sets you up for a, another joke so let's just wrap it up uh zach borman in the chat ben says next year is umass's year trey mitchell is too good he is quite good. Uh, he's an absolute problem on the inside, but uh, they got the Minutemen some... can't be stopped. They they got some issues. They're better than they're better in basketball. I told you this before, Pat. Uh, in football this year, UMass scored twelve points total. So more upside in the basketball <laughs> streets than the football streets. 
All right, everyone. Thank you all for tuning into the live show. If not, uh, smash the like button if you haven't done that yet. If you're watching this show after the fact, as always, in the comments, please dump in your final and who you have winning the 21-2021 March Madness bracket. And as always, please subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube or for the audio versions of all the sports, all the shows, the Pat Mayo Experience. Rate it five stars, all right? You rate it four stars, I'm going to come and find you. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Family experience! Experience!